Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbors CJ, Kate and Bea. Let's get the Neighbours. Hello, welcome to Neighbours. This is the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We have a little yarn about the most recent episodes of the Aussie soap Neighbours that just went to air and we just shoot the breeze and analyse it, pick it apart. I'm Vaya, and today I have two guests that I've poached from another podcast, radio show Pop Chops. I've got Dan and Andy. Hello, happy to be poached. That's Dan talking. Yes. And this is Andy. Nice to be here. And we've done a bit of a podcast exchange this week. You guys allowed me to come and join the Eden Hills LGBTI Society. <laughs> See, I take it that's a lot like a real thing in Neighbours. Yeah, there was a massive plot last year where Colette Nan her character Sheila went viral because she cut sick at someone who was being homophobic in her bar. Amazing. And, wow. And okay. Then the Eden Hills LGBTI society welcomed her into their fold as, as their ambassador. Was she actually a lesbian? No. 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 Just a friend, friend to the lesbians. It birthed one of my favorite lines of the whole series ever, which was Sheila telling Susan Kennedy, the Eden Hills Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, Tertiary Institute <laughs> wants me as their member. <laughs> Amazing. I've got to say, it's been a long time since I've watched Neighbours, but I was touched to see an openly lesbian character in, I think, the very first episode, Victoria. That might have been last Friday's episode, actually. Yeah. I was going to say, because yeah. I didn't see her. She was the one that was administering IVF for Steph. And she's oh. actually part of a couple that we've seen before. They're kind of on the periphery of Neighbours world. Right. Her partner is the what, the police detective mm-hmm. and they have a teenage daughter who used to go out with Toadie's son, but the daughter's... It's such a... Toadie has a son? Yeah. Oh, uh, he's actually Sonia's biological son and Toadie's adopted son. Okay. Got it. Well, this changes everything for this week, but we'll talk about that okay. later. <laughs> uh, and there's obviously an openly gay character or two. Yeah, well, there's one and one a few that have question marks above them. Oh, I like that. So I, I want to pick your brains. Yes. <laughs> it's great because typically it's like one in, one out policy. Mm-hmm. One gayber comes You're in, right. one gayber goes out. Yes. Just the token, which, which yeah. is, you know, good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, if we can't, you know, take we'll, over we'll the take a token. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, but earlier this year, there was an episode where four gay characters were in one episode. <laughs> Whoa, okay. <laughs> I lost my it's mind. like Will and Grace or something. <laughs> So this week I was a guest on Pop Chops, which is a pop music show, and you guys did a Neighbours special. We did, which correct? Was a treat. We yeah, we <laughs> broke down all the divas from Neighbours, and there's so like the biggest pop stars in Australia really did come from Neighbours, like Kylie Minogue, Delta Goodrum, Natalie Imbruglia, just to name a few. Holly just- Valance, we we won't forget. <laughs> and, and we'll have there will be a bit of Valance chat this ep as Absolutely. well. And of course, underrated Natalie Bassingthwaite. Well. However you say your last name. Bassingth Wait. Bassingth It's a very inconvenient th. Look, if I can't say sixth, <laughs> you can't. I've got no hope for Bassings Thwait. <laughs> no, you certainly do not. You can listen to that one, Pop Chops, on iTunes. Yep. Now, before we launch into a brand new week, I've got our friend Nayblog on Twitter, at Nayblog, and he's going to summarise last week for us. I was going to say to kind of get us up to speed, but you guys aren't regular Neighbours viewers, so... It would be complete gobbledygook to <laughs> me. So we'll just launch in and take what we can get. <laughs> Hi, this is Nayblog, and this is another off-week catch-up. Zankan, Angus and Ben went through more band names than Jez and Zoo Pans in Peep Show and played a gig with the best sound quality ever heard in a pub. 
Sonia's selfless decision to help her friends become parents was described as a scandal in Erinsborough's newspaper, which is presumably published in the 1940s. Angus, who it's easy to forget is supposed to be English, flew the flag of Marmite against its inferior Australian rival Vegemite. Tyler reached new heights of hypocrisy by telling Piper how much thinking about her with someone else killed him, despite the fact that he got over her by hooking all the way up with her sister. He then stole and crashed Tim Collins' car, just because Tim Collins hasn't been mentioned for a while, and stealing a car now appears to be the default reaction to interpersonal struggles on Ramsey Street. The usually reliably judgmental Brennan Brennan reacted with disappointing nonchalance to his useless brother's latest act of irresponsibility. Leo declared that if a girl says no, it's not romantic to keep going after her, despite having spent the entire previous week going after a girl who had repeatedly said no. The population and government of Erinsborough decided that the correct way to use a shed was worthy of hours of discussion and controversy. Ellie continued to react to Angus's stalking by implying that the problem was the fact he wasn't serious enough, rather than the fact that he's her high school student. Angus, in turn, upped his creep game to terrifying levels, utilising a disguise and pretending to be Brennan, who had spent the episode fawning over Ellie during a 15-minute breakup from Steph. Cult hero Wayne Baxter got something resembling an actual storyline, involving a misguided and badly spelt attempt to woo Ellie. Unrepentant baby-stealer Kathy Carpenter, immortalised as Grandma Witch in one of Paige's sketches, returned to Erinsborough and Friday's ep ended with a hint that her infinitely more entertaining ex-husband Lou was also back in town. Angus got into a prestigious music school, which was for some unexplained reason happy to accept him in the middle of term. And the preposterous Cole drills a hole in a girl's head while drunk storyline was resolved, disappointingly, with an off-screen trial and 30 seconds of, well, that was a relief, small talk between KK and his wife. Thank you. Thank you, Nayblog. Now, gents, before we jump in, what's your background with Neighbours? Because you've kind of gone in blind at the moment. Yeah, gone in blind, but I was an avid viewer Back around Jesse Spencer, Brooke Satchwell days, I vividly remember the affair between Carl and Sarah. That was big. And also... How many affairs has Carl actually had? Well, yes, I have that question also. Several. Okay. (laughs) Because he he had one with Nat Bass as well. Yes. And they had a love child together. Wow, okay. Her name's Holly and she lives in the UK. Oh, so okay. it just parallels Holly Valance's life yeah, yeah. quite well. <laughs> She's going to marry and, a billionaire soon. <laughs> and so Susan's very forgiving. She is, but I think she had a bit of... She got to sow some oats in the interim as well. Oh, like, she so she, she got her own back. Well, is Susan actually in the show? Because I heard yeah. her, they were speaking about it, but she didn't actually feature. We didn't see her at all yeah. this week. Yeah. It must have been... She must have been just off week in the schedule. Yeah, and, okay. She no. was in Bali. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my history with the show is... Well, I haven't actually ever been an avid viewer, but I did watch it when... Kimberly Stewart was in it, who played Annalise, just because I really liked her. Oh, Kimberly Davies. Kimberly Davies, sorry. Kimberly Stewart was another. Did she host Gladiators? Kimberly, I thought she was a, like Paris Hilton's friend, like Rod Stewart's daughter. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Kimberly, that's, that's a Kimberly Stewart. That's a Kimberly Stewart. Yeah. No, sorry, Kimberly Davies, who was like the buxom blonde, sort mm. of Pamela Anderson of Ramsey Street. She was our Pamela mm. Anderson. <laughs> and I was also obsessed with Pamela Anderson, so it was yeah. a bit of a crossover for me. Yeah, that's all I've really, I haven't seen it since, and it's changed heaps since I used to watch yes, it. Yes, a lot changes, and yet a lot stays the same. Right. Mm. And do you know also Annalise had, had a relationship with Lou Carpenter? 
<laughs> really? Lou, I mean, wow. I felt okay. like in the, this week, Lou's going around with that very fashionable middle-aged lady. She's fabulous. She's she... fabulous. And they look about 20 years difference yes. in age. <laughs> Is this Kathy that we're talking yeah. about? Right, okay. Well, actually, let's kick off with them because Monday, the 7th of November, Lou is back. Monday. I believe they're writing him out of the show and I couldn't quite tell if this episode was his swan song or if that's going to come later. Are they writing him out? Yeah, because he's been popping back and forth. Right. He spends a lot of time in Cambodia, which can seem a bit sketchy, but he's landed in Brisbane where half of his daughter Lauren's family are stationed and he, he's come back with snaps of the granddaughter and well, his great-granddaughter, which, by the way, earlier this year, the granddaughter Matilda lost her father in the Lassiter's explosion, but no Ooh. one's gone to up to visit this baby girl. <laughs> They're just like, oh, look, she's cute in photos. We should, we should go and see them. So when a character leaves Neighbours, is do they just disappear or is there a fanfare? Is there a farewell? Typically what happens is they get put in the magical taxi that takes them to the airport and never to be seen again. Okay, so there's there's tears. There's a goodbye. Normally. Yeah. They, they don't okay. just disappear. You, okay, right. Usually at the front of Carl and Susan's house while they've booked the taxi. Yeah, in the cul-de-sac. <laughs> yeah. In fact, when Matilda, baby Matilda and, her, and Lauren's daughter Amber moved to Queensland, Lude went with them and they packed up in the taxi, but they were... It wasn't even a maxi taxi. It was like three, <laughs> three people and a baby. Like, where's the pram going? And the <laughs> maxi taxi, they just drove off. <laughs> yeah. So okay. it's either, lately, it's, it's obviously Queensland is the, is the go-to. That's where Billy Kennedy ended up, Jesse Spencer. Oh, did he just? He and Anne live there happily with their three kids. Anne is Brooke Satchwell. Yeah. Oh, so they moved away together. Yeah. Three kids. Three kids. They've got twins <laughs> and their eldest, Jackson. So when was the last time Jesse Spencer came back to Ramsey Street? Before he had a successful LA career. Got it. <laughs> so he didn't okay, come so back before, for the 20th anniversary or anything. Before House, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Pre-House. Right. Yeah. After House happened, we ain't ever getting Billy back no. <laughs> in that form. Okay, so Lou was in Cambodia though, right? Yeah. Is he? That, I mean, to me that sounds sounds a bit shifty. Yeah, and that's how we read it, Dan. <laughs> okay. uh, and I'm not sure that's how Lou would like us to read it. Sure. It's unavoidable. Yeah. Because he's got a, a, a love child over there called Mei Lin, so he often pops over to visit her. Oh, the Mei Lin. With, with another affair? Oh, no, that was Carl, sorry, who had the affair. <laughs> yeah, okay, never mind. Was, <laughs> We've I, all got a Mei Lin though, don't we? <laughs> know that I do. <laughs> so his ex is Kathy Carpenter, who is Lauren's mother. Basically, the bombshell is that Lou and his ex did the dirty. Okay, right. so I did not see that coming. I thought, you know, it was going to be predictable. I know exactly what was coming, but that uh, that was a jaw dropper. Well, that was amazing exciting for you. Then mm. I, I kind of did, break... did you see it coming? <laughs> Absolutely not. But I love that they described it as an encounter. <laughs> Is that what happens Close when you get older? Encounter. Mm. I, I thought I saw it coming, but I thought, surely not. She's above, out of his league now, Kathy. So they were once married. <laughs> yes. Got it. See, Lou, to me, he was in the show when I watched it, and he doesn't seem like he's, he's aged a bit. No. Yeah, you know, he keeps himself fresh over the years. <laughs> <laughs> Some good vitamins. It's just Cambodian vitamins. Yeah, okay. Uh, so we'll pick their story up the next day when they go back and forth, he said, she said. Yeah. But... The big focus of Monday's episode, and I was all about it, was the box. No, the uh, <laughs> oh the, yes, the box the of the Fifi. Yes. Right. Oh, right, right, right. Gotcha. <laughs> See, I had a look of confusion on my face because there's another box in Erin's bra. It's Carl and Susan's blue box that lives under their bed. Oh, and it houses all sorts of. 
dildos. Nocturnal treasures. Oh, yeah. Really? Okay, I thought this was a G-rated show. Yeah. They can never spell out what it is, but they oh. come pretty close. It's what? a, what, special box? Yeah. Or? Okay. And then there's all sorts of hijinks, like it once it accidentally got out of the house and they had to go, it accidentally wound up at the school and they had to go get it back. Of course it oh. wound up at the school. <laughs> it's very the sex tape where they're chasing around the, have you seen it? No. Cameron Diaz? Never mind. Um, yeah, it's like that. <laughs> so the jewellery party hosted by Fifi Box, who is Zankan's long-lost mum, Brooke Butler. P.S. Kathy scored an invite to this jewellery party. Like she's, she's like flown in for an hour and she's already got a party invite. Right, yeah. And she was the one that was like, so who's going to the party, guys? Yeah. Like, Put your suitcase away yeah. first. <laughs> Such a little socialite. You can tell in that haircut. Yeah. <laughs> so the, for me, the Xanthi and Brooke storyline was my highlight of the whole week. Really? Yeah. I just Their enthusiasm and the way they bounced off each other. I don't know. They were very mother and daughtery, which was really sweet. When they, when they talked Dr. Carl into buying that yeah. fake ruby, which, of course, Xanthi does not know is fake. Yes. Just great teamwork. So you really picked up a lot more <laughs> than you've let on, Andy. And I, 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 I honed in on a few like select <laughs> moments in the week, but yeah. I thought, yeah, the double act work was really good. In fact, it made me think I, they should take this grift on the road. Like they could do the long con all the way up the coast. Exactly. <laughs> just get the daughter involved, I think. Just a spin-off show maybe, just for the two of them. <laughs> yeah. So is Fifi I mean, the Box... next Gilmore Girls. Yes. yes. <laughs> is Fifi Box a special guest star? Yeah. Um, I'm not quite sure how long her stint's going to be. But that would ruin the storyline because you would know what True. happened to When Brooke. she's going to chuff off. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, it's pretty obvious she's going to take the money and run any minute. <laughs> and also, I love the fact that they've won Family Feud and she's just rolled up the next day. Going, <laughs> hey, let's talk about your prize money. I'm here for very um, oh. selfless reasons. So how much did they win on Family Feud? Only 10 k to like right. 2000 bucks each. <laughs> so when she was on the phone to her dealer, her diamond dealer, yeah. was that the first time we found out that they were fake and that she was doing this con thing? No. Or, okay. We've she, known that, have we? She's had a few phone chats in public. Okay. Because yeah. I do love the sort of sinister music that they play in the background while she's doing the chat. Yeah. It's how we know. Very dodgy. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, like, how would you know? How, how would you follow know? on? Yeah, well, sure. I bought right. it completely. I, did, I didn't realise until the end of the episode that she was a complete... You know, con artist. Con artist. Right. Don't, have you been? Invi- have you lads been invited <laughs> to many of these parties where you sit around and get sold things? Oh my god! Uh, no, not really. I, I would never go. go. Yeah. <laughs> it was very Kath and Kim though, the underwear party. Yeah. I don't know if you watched Kath and Kim, but yeah, someone tried to get me into involved in a in a pyramid scheme once, <laughs> selling electricity. And I just moved to Melbourne. I'd been here six months, literally, as a twenty one year old. And my elderly, not elderly, but my middle aged neighbour. I was like, I'm just going to get all these, these bunch of kids involved in this pyramid scheme selling electricity. It's like, first of all, we've only been here six months. We don't really have friends. The new friends that we have, we're not going to go, so guys, tell me about your electricity plants and how can I help with those? <laughs> Bizarre. Wow. I, like people, I could just get electricity from my walls. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, see, every now and then someone knocks on your door and they're like, can I talk to you about your electricity? I'm like, no, I already, it already arrives. Yeah, it just comes. I don't think about electricity. Thank you. Where did you move from? Adelaide. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't hold that against me though. So she, sorry, to go back to the, I'm, I'm just enthralled by this storyline. Um, so she bought a fake diamond for Xanthi. Yeah. But he charged her full price. Like the dealer charged her like three grand for it. 
Yeah, I think she just had to take that out of their earnings or something. Right, He just okay. let her. He was very forgiving. Okay. He's like, sure, just take that out of our overheads. Well, that's not fair. She knows they're fake. He should at least give, you know, the market price for the fake <laughs> diamond. Come on. So, I mean, Zan can. She really, she's, she really looks up to her mother, doesn't she? Yeah, and I, I mean, they are, I guess, cut from the same cloth and they're both, they love their fashion and they're both Gold Coast girls and I think it's through also... Through and through. Uh, also, oh, the highlight of this episode for me was that Zankan's gone and spent her family feud money on a tanning bed off of Gumtree. Right. <laughs> Which, the reason they're selling them on Gumtree is because they're illegal to buy. Because <laughs> they'll, they'll kill you. Yeah. Why are we calling her Zankan? Xanthi Canning. Right, okay, sorry, my bad. <laughs> there'll, be a, there'll be a few pseudonyms that pop up during this podcast. Right. And, um, yeah. I just try and make things as confusing as possible for people that don't know what's <laughs> yeah, going on. Fair enough. But Fifi was not happy with that purchase. No, it was like she had a sign above her head going, I want your prize money. Okay. I mean, oops, this is not a good investment. <laughs> well, it's a tanning bed. I mean, come on, it's not a good investment. <laughs> not a financial investment, but for her body, maybe. Yeah. Also, I think it's the most true to herself Xanthi's been since she arrived a year ago. Because okay. sometimes I'm like, you say you're a Gold Coast girl, but you wore a black dress to the formal. That's not what, you know. That's no, that's very grunge of her. Yeah. And I do like the fact that she was able to cancel the Gumtree transaction. Yeah, it was quick mm. smart. So typical of Gumtree. Like, I got these <laughs> chairs off Gumtree, but I went through so many disbanded chair deals <laughs> yeah. till I got to that. She probably just didn't pick up the call when the Gumtree <laughs> guy was like, you've, you've just bought this bed. It's like, now it's been cancelled. <laughs> Well, didn't they say it wouldn't fit through the door? So maybe they did oh, come and they were just thing. like, sorry about it. Yeah. <laughs> so they make up. She gives her the ring. All's well with the mother-daughter scenario. And I love that she can just be bought with diamonds or whatever yeah. they are. I mean, it, it was very cute how excited she was about the diamond, though. When they're outside and she's like, look at my new ring. <laughs> and when I was 16, I'd be happy with just... I don't know if this shop still exists, but I'd go to Klein's at this local shopping centre and ju- <laughs> just get whatever plastic earrings were there i wouldn't care like if someone gave me diamonds i'm like oh i guess that's pretty (laughs) i guess yeah i'm the same i don't get jewelry in general i don't get it i've never been a jewelry person the thought of like a you know even when people flash their their diamond engagement rings i go that's that's nice i guess like why are you spending 20 grand on that and i always think i'm gonna have to take that off when i do the dishes yeah and what if i lose it the paranoia of loot or the stress it would put me under would be far worse than any enjoyment i would receive Back when I was at uni and I would take anything as a distraction, I used to watch the shopping channel just for kicks. <laughs> and they used to have this product called Diamond-esque. Oh, <laughs> sounds classy. And it was f- to pitched at people that didn't want to take out their $50,000 diamond ring mm. out and about and risk losing it so they could pop on their Diamond-esque. Oh, wow. I can't believe it's not a diamond. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just trademarking that right now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> right. So, Fifi... Goes and meets her scammer down at the place of business where her mother-in-law works. <laughs> like at the pub. Why just like go to a different cafe? At least hide behind the bushes. <laughs> Jump out when he arrives. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much covers off Monday. Tuesday. We're back with the Cannings and Zancan is shipping her parents. She wants Gazcan, Gary Canning, and her mom, Fifi Box, to get back together. I never understood this as a concept, like the whole parent trap thing. My parents have been split since I was three years old, so more than three decades. And yeah. I, I, and my whole life I'm like, 
That'd be weird if they hung out. Exactly. Right. And kind of gross and incestuous. I don't know. I don't want my parents to get back together. That no. would weird me the hell out. How long have they been apart? It's unclear. few years, okay. if not more. So Gaza is or is not crushing on Therese. Yeah. Is that? Okay, right. Sure is. And she's way too good for him. Yes. We'll get there. Hang on, who's Therese? Rebecca Almaloglu. The one that wore that, like... The cap. The yeah, cap. gangster yes. hat. Yep. Uh, Facebook.com slash NeighboursPod if you would like to see the meme I created yes. of Terage in these dark times of the tr- <laughs> Trumpocalypse to provide us some comfort. See, I was confused because when she offered him the boat show tickets, yes. he refused. Yeah, firstly... I love the that the boat show tickets are back because it's such a great bogan bloke present. Oh, loves it. Boat expo. So this is they're just not like meeting in the middle. She likes him, he likes her, but they're not hooking up. They've that... been hooking up. Okay. And it was supposed to just be a hookup. Because he was saying that she wouldn't want to be seen with him. Yeah, that, yeah. There was a whole thing and it came to a head while they were on Family Feud. He he works for her. He like cleans her hotel that she runs because she's a hotelier. Mm-hmm. Lasseter's and she was like, what if we just keep this between the sheets and not out and about? Right. And then he got really sad and then he said, well, I'm not, we're not going to have sex anymore. And so she's like, well, well, what if I do want to hang out with you? It's a whole thing. But uh, now he's like, uh, I got my old bit of stuff here. I think it's fair enough. I mean, she wasn't keen and now he's kind of over it and she's like, oh, actually, maybe he was kind of good. I want to be back together with him. But, you know, she always she him. And she always aims low. She used to go out with Drab, a.k.a. Brad, <laughs> the guy in the pool. <laughs> Is the guy in the pool Kip? Kip Gamblin, yeah. And so how do I know him? Dance Academy? No. Home and Away? Possibly Home and Away. And he used to go out with Natalie Bruley as character Beth Brennan. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. And they conceived young Ned. I see. He doesn't look... Kip doesn't look old enough to be a father. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's confusing. It's odd casting. And because Lauren... Is quite young too, but they kind of age her up, frump her up a bit. Okay. Is that Olympia Valance? That's their daughter, their love child, Olympia. Yeah, right. see, I would not have thought Olympia was Kip's daughter. No. No, especially because she's got a European appearance. It's definitely yes. a Dilf, that father figure. <laughs> oh, Are we talking about the same person? Yes. Oh, okay. no. He's got the scraggly hair. No, he, yeah, kind of a bit True Blood esque, like he could be a werewolf or something. Oh, Is yeah. it, are we talking about. I think we're on the same page. <laughs> Let me dial up a picture of <laughs> okay. Kip Gamblin. Uh, well, I think there's not a lot to Gaz Can. Like, he's a simple man. And I think the minute Fifi Box gave him the old cheek touch, which I thought she did very well, this, this, <laughs> this sultry touch of the hand to the cheek manoeuvre. Yes, it was very subtle. And he was like, oh, I like her now. Yeah. <laughs> Attention's redirected. <laughs> the spell she cast on him. I love that there's, like, so many single older people yes. in Erinsborough. So far, like Monday, Tuesday, we didn't see at all like a relationship between any of the younger couples on the show. It's like all about the the middle-aged people and their relationships. A lot of the teenagers are lusting after adults, so it's getting a bit icky lately. Right. Okay, Andy, this is Kip Gamblin. Yes, yes, that's the one. That's the werewolf. I think you're the first. (laughs) Werewolf. (laughs) You're the first on Neighbours to be attracted to him in that way. Oh, do you think? I mean, he, he is attractive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked him on Dance Academy when he was doing jetés. <laughs> but his behaviour puts me off is the problem. Yeah, okay. And is there now, I know this was later in the week, but is there now a Sophie thing as well? Blossoming? Oh, S- Simone. Simone, sorry. That's what they were trying to paint it at and then Father Jack was slut-shaming her over it. It's like, back, back off, mate. Okay, well, we need to get into that. Okay, Let, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll pick that up again. Cool. <laughs> Also, weirdly, in this episode, Tarage is confiding in Toadie about her love life. I'm like, you're not mates with Toadie. So why did they feel the need to put those two characters in that scene, I wonder? 
Maybe it was a scheduling thing. <laughs> Who's available? Pop, pop the toad in there. But so do people still call him Tony? Because there was a lot of Jared happening and I wasn't pleased. His, his wife calls him Jared. Everyone else calls him Toadie. Okay. I think even his law clients. Where does Toadie come from? It's Jared Toad- Toadfish. Doesn't really. Toadfish is the surname? The real surname? <laughs> the surname is Rebecca. Okay. <laughs> I don't think there's a, a comprehensive reason unless someone can tweet us Neighbours Pod. If there is an origin story, but the, all of the Rebecca family members have aquatic nicknames. Yes, because what was his younger brother? Stonefish, <laughs> Toadfish, right, okay. Stonefish, and then he had a cousin called Tadpole. Tadpole, that's why I remember. And then his little daughter, Sonia and Toadie, have a daughter called uh, Nell, who gets called Jellyfish. Oh, this is way cute. And then <laughs> Callum, the adopted son, was Squid for a while. So, <laughs> um, so Callum, did we meet him this week? No, he lives in Silicon Valley where he got an internship. Oh, wow. Because he, okay. he, he made an app. Oh, an app. Mm. What so was it? Couldn't tell you. No, okay. <laughs> wasn't Tinder. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Was, wasn't Grinder. <laughs> no, no. No, definitely not. I think no. um, it'd probably be richer. If oh, was okay, sure. Yeah. Now, Lou Carpenter's sex life is what we're going <laughs> to delve into now. My favourite. God, I did love this storyline, actually. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the scene with the back and forth between Kathy telling her side of the story and Lou telling his side of the story, which was epic. I mean, I really enjoyed it, where they were saying, you know, there was magic in the air. And then it would go to her and she was like, there was something magical about it. I mean, yeah, such but then, a well-written scene. Then they really started to contradict <laughs> each other, though. And there was a lot of lies happening. And still to this day, I don't know who was telling the truth. Yeah, Lou was saying... She cooked him dinner. And yeah, yeah he gets sleepy. On. He gets sleepy after a big feed, and she was like, "Oh, I was trying to eat dinner. I couldn't get rid of him. She wouldn't let him go to bed. And he was like, I just wanted to leave. And she was like, No, I just wanted to get him out of there. And, and she said, Let's skip the coffee. Ooh. And he took that as a Let's go, go get bed. it on in the bath, in, not the bathroom. I mean, they can in the bathroom if they choose. And neighbors has had a checkered history with consent. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I really don't think they can be messing around with let's have coffee, let's skip the coffee. Oh, I think they really need to be spelling it out. So I wasn't really buying the, in the morning when they woke up, he went outside to, I don't know, get a breath of fresh air or something. And she was saying, get out, get out. But she was talking to the cat. I, I thought he was still in the he, bed when <laughs> she, she was, was shouting at the cat. Yeah. And he was like, I better go. You better go. <laughs> I thought he was in the bed too. And I, the reason I didn't think it was believable is because I never tell my cat to get out. Because I don't have that power over the cat. The cat doesn't and it was listen well. when you say get out. The cat mm. doesn't understand English. The cat's like, food time. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, people. Up, up and about. <laughs> uh, I think she was ashamed and it was apparent because Paige then... Paige, this is Olympia, Lance, mm-hmm. yeah. who has had no interest in her family whatsoever up until this moment because she's been pursuing the priest... And that's consumed her entire life. Oh, right. And suddenly she's like, I want these olds to get get it on again. Okay. They were like, quick, better get her like a second interest. We'll, we'll get the parents <laughs> together. Yeah. Now, you two, with your pop background, were very keen to see the sister of Holly. Yes. How does she measure up? I didn't know who she was for the first four episodes. Um, <laughs> kept trying to to ascertain who she was based on the visual. Yeah, that character for me kind of faded into the background this week. I don't know if it's always that way, but she was very secondary. It's only been that way recently. Up until, like, 2015, she was a firecracker. We loved her. We were like, she's got to win a Logie. We were 100% behind her. Now we're like, oh, Yeah, not this week. Get over Priest. She was very secondary. Mm. Yeah. Eventually, she convinces Gramps to have a crack at 
Nan. Which didn't go down too well. No, she was like, mm, no, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to Brisbane, even though I've been here six hours. Bye. <laughs> I mean, it was clearly good sex. I mean, they were both raving about it. I, d- I didn't really understand that. I think it was one of those scenarios where, you know, the person's like, let's go on a date. Let's just hang out. And then as soon as you're like, okay, cool, let's do it. They're like, oh, actually, nah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was, it seemed like a too quick turnaround. Yeah, me too. Well, I love that Lou still has a little black book that he, and that's his version of Tinder. (laughs) And he just dials away, but he has to actually dial a number, speak to someone for them to then left swipe him. (laughs) So he goes through, not to mention paying for the call. Yeah. I mean, that's what people had to do back in the day. I may <laughs> have gone into a coma or something at this point. How did we resolve that with him? Did he find another he, I victim? Think, well, yeah, no, he just he waltzed off saying that I'm going to go get the bl- little black book oh. and uh, oh. I'm going to set up a date for tonight because... I don't need sassy cat. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> we'll finish off Tuesday with, oh my God, I'm really happy that I've got... Um, some members of the Eden Hills LGBTI Society with me <laughs> to discuss this really just drawn out IVF plot line. Oh my God, this is our specialty, actually. <laughs> I'll have you know, Vaya. Gaggies? Yes. <laughs> staff is getting the hormone injections. Staff? Uh, yeah, I call her staff because um, <laughs> earlier in the year, someone burst into Toadie while he was on the operating table and like it was compromised and he was going to get like a staff infection. Oh. So staff became staff. Anyway. <laughs> What know. was Tony's operation? He had he couldn't walk for a while because he had a he fell off a jumping castle and then it dislodged the bullet that was in his spine. Of course. And then they were operating to like get the bullet out or something. Yeah, no, that happened to me last week. It was very <laughs> painful. I think is it Medicare covers that. I think it, it does. Of course. Yeah, there's a code for that. Surely. Um, now egg chat. A lot of egg chat. A lot of harvestation. So this has been going on for a while because I actually found this storyline pretty intriguing just for the week. It okay. It birthed couple of my favourite scenes. Certainly not a baby. (laughs) No baby. (laughs) It birthed two of my favourite scenes, which we'll discuss uh, shortly. And so I'm grateful to it for those reasons. But it's completely implausible for a Christmas list of reasons, one of which is um, Mark and Steph don't even live together. So who Yeah, is so Steph lives with... Toadie and Sonia. Toadie and Sonia, right. Okay, so this is very convoluted. Steph and Toadie used to be a couple, though, didn't they? Yeah, it well, firstly, they hooked up because she had conceived Libby Kennedy's husband's baby and she didn't want to tell Libby Kennedy, so she pretended it was Toadie's and so Toadie went along with the charade and, like, well, let's just marry each other. <gasps> oh, so her and Libby don't arm um, speaking terms anymore. No, not at all. No. It ended very badly. Oh, okay. Also, Mark, he's the one that you were partial to. Me, 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 me. Andy, Andy. Yes. No, Mark is the quintessential hottie on Ramsey Street. For me, do you guys agree with that? Absolutely. He was my favourite. He's he's not to my taste, but I can, in a vacuum, I can appreciate that he's very telegenic. I think he's the the perfect guy because he's a little bit dopey. Like, he's not quite really that intelligent, but he's like super, super hot and lovely as well and very helpful with the IVF and the needles. Oh, he's a cop. That makes him even hotter. (laughs) He's very afraid of anything too emotional. Yeah, and he used to be a mechanic too. We'll get to to his logic. I need to like discuss his logic a bit later as well with the what he was comfortable with and not comfortable with. But anyway, we'll get to that. Because earlier in the year, he was engaged to Olympia's character and they they were going to walk down the aisle right up until the point where he had to arrest her on their wedding day. But, okay, so how long what? has he been with Steph for? 
Well, he was with Olympia in February. They had their wedding day that got broken off. And now they're desperate to have and a child after... And then from after... like March, till, March, April till now. They've only just met. But do they... Do they? So they don't live together. Are they together? Are they married? They're boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh, okay. And why they are they so desperate to have baby. a baby? I don't, I don't even think they are. I think Sonia's mad keen for them to have a baby. <laughs> okay, I don't understand this symbiotic relationship that is between these two couples. They're Why are they so involved in each like, other's lives? It's a weird force. What's the word? There's thruple for when there's three people a in a couple. Quadruple. Yeah. <laughs> That's like they're a quadruple. It's mm, sister wives. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's I, what I it just call like. it a force as in like a foursome. Oh, got it. Not, yes. a, not like a force of nature. Yeah. yeah. Like it, I like it. So <laughs> there's a lot of follicles chat, and St- Steph's got to go in and. Um, there's actually they uttered the phrase "period pain" on neighbours. They which did. I thought I don't think I've ever heard that mentioned. Oh, okay, that's good. They said light progression bleeding, <laughs> and I was like, great week. Fertilization have- of embryos, implanting into wombs, and there was a masturbation room. Oh yeah, yes. that was yeah. Erinsborough <laughs> Hospital's premier wank room. And is that the first time the wank room is featured on the show? I think it's the second time because last time he went in to give a sample, Sonia got the giggles as well. And so if that was one. I, I think Sonia has definitely got the hots for Mark. Yes, I mean she's she honing. She's been honing in this week. That's what they're saying. And right? they've had a really great relationship, friendship-wise, over the last few years. And they've they've got a really good dynamic with each other. And we've all been kind of reading into it, going, "Come on, guys, yeah. when's it happening?" Well, for yeah. a second, I thought they. They must be brother and sister because oh. she can't be this emotionally invested in this couple if she isn't. And also, when you've got a hot friend, I mean, you oh, can, you, you, you yeah. hang on tight. You, you hang can, on tight. You can pretend you're not into it, but secretly, yeah, it's hard. We've been there. <laughs> so, how old is Steph's character meant to be? Well, she... seventy-three. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm. The reason I'm saying it is because why is she so desperate to have a baby? Is this like her last chance? Or... Kind of. And she had cancer a while back, okay. so there's not a lot going on down there. <laughs> and also, when she joined the show with the Scullies, Dan, if you remember with Fel- oh, yeah. Felicity and Michelle, mm. she came in as like a 20-year-old, but at the time she was 26, the, okay. act- the actor. So she's constantly been chasing <laughs> her age. <laughs> uh, so I think she's meant to be mid-30s, but... oh. But so. because she's not <laughs> yeah. mid to late thirties, and he's meant to be early to mid thirties, so mm. I don't, I don't, I'm confused. I, I like Steph. <laughs> I think she's the character I think that connected most with watching it this week. Great, mm. um, and you know she's by. Is she? Is she? Okay. she wow. And it was amazing. It, it kind of all happened off screen. She was in the psych ward for a while. She was in prison. Then she went to the psych ward, and her psych nurse got together with her. This fiery Ooh. redhead. Oh, this very Wentworth. Oh yeah, yeah. And I could see her on Wentworth actually, just like mm. jumping off neighbors on. She's been on Wentworth. Yeah, she has. I used to work on. Oh, well, Wentworth. I have seen yeah. her on Wentworth things. I've <laughs> seen every episode. She's done it. Yeah, yeah. guest right. in. She fit right in. Yeah, she did. <laughs> uh, and I'm shipping her with. Not Victoria, but the other lesbian, Mark's boss, the detective. I want those two to have a little pash. But didn't the detective have a girlfriend that they had a baby together? Yeah, they're broken up now. Oh, okay. Never mind. Oh, so my favourite scene was outside of the wank room. Mark sits down and Sonia's like, I want to hear about the wank room, but in exchange, you can ask me stuff. And that's when she launches into this. He said, what's it like to have a baby inside you? Oh, yeah. No, that scene was cray. And you can <laughs> you can feel it when it's hiccuping. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was cute. I just thought she played it really nicely. Mm, but they had really serious emotional music in the background. It just kind of went to a different dimension. Yeah. Well, I was like, stop talking about the baby. Let's hear more about him wanking. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I was like, cut to the room. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Susan and Carl's blue box is in the wank room. <laughs> Definitely. They just lend it out. 
uh, I just, I could tell that the actor for Sonia was like, finally, I got a meaty scene. <laughs> she ate it up. A this, meaty in more ways than one, <laughs> let me tell you. This is what I went to drama school for. <laughs> now, this is where Victoria comes in. It's the end of the road. No eggs. And I love how she just goes, no babies for you. <laughs> you have zero options. <laughs> Nothing. There were no platitudes. Like, maybe it's time to consider some other avenues. No. Fostering, she's, she's a lesbian. <laughs> she's she's straight down the line. I've got nothing for no. you. <laughs> and that's where we leave Tuesday. <laughs> Perfect. Wednesday. Middle of the week. Uh, I, this is the day I call Doomsday because this is the day the US election results hit. Mm. Oh, a dark day. It was a dark day for the world. It was. And I was kind of numb while I was watching this episode. I was taking nothing in. I had to go back the next day and rewatch it. Mm. So, it, but I think the weirdness, this was video clip day. Yes. And I think the whack factor of that video clip was kind of just washing over me. Like, this is just, <laughs> this is life now. Mm. Like, don't this read into this. This after Trump. Yeah. This music video is <laughs> the rose glasses of our lives. So, keen to pick your brains because you guys are the pop aficionados. But before that, you know, ovaries chat. Let's get into it again. Uh, yeah. Because now, staff's like, well, do we need an egg donor? This did start to become a bit drawn out, actually. Like, there was a lot of conversations this week about this topic, I've got to say. Yeah, and it's been going on for a couple of months. (laughs) I I did think, though, that as someone who was potentially going through this with, uh, you know, in their own lives, that they really are exploring every single option that one would potentially go through. They're hitting all the beats really well. But the problem is, I can't suspend disbelief that this couple that's only been together five months, firstly, would get granted IVF because the... (laughs) Firstly, she's been in prison... Toadie is not even down, like, with participating. No. So Sonia was going to be the surrogate the entire time. Yeah. Okay, I don't know how IVF works at all. (laughs) Okay, legally in Melbourne, because we researched it last time it popped up, all parties have to undergo counselling. You have to be done with having your family, which clearly Toadie and Sonia are iffy about. And if you've got, like, a criminal past, they look into that, which they haven't really. And Sonia and Steph have both had criminal pasts. Why are they criminals? Steph ran over Ringo in a motorbike accident, okay. uh, Sam Clark, and she got convicted for manslaughter Whoa. and went to the slammer. Toadie couldn't get her off there. But for how long? Years. This is like the whole time she's been gone. Like oh. years. It's been years. So there's that. Sonia, they wrote this whole nefarious backstory for her where she was like selling her body on the street for drugs and mm. all this. Even though when we met her, she was training guide dog puppies. But they were like, we're going <laughs> to make so her well. have a dark past. <laughs> I guess we all had varied interests. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes no sense that they would all get approved for surrogacy anyway. Right. Well, to even marry somebody like from overseas and get a passport, you need to prove you've been in a relationship for what, like two years, yeah, yeah. prove photos. So I'm guessing five months isn't enough like, to have... Raise whatever human you want to raise. <laughs> they were care. probably just like, let's get this IVF story done. It's been on the books for a while. Who can we do it with? Uh, they should have done it with a gay couple. It's actually, actually, Tony's got fertility issues since the Jumping Castle accident. Okay, not operation. even going to ask about that. So... The bullet. Oh, the bullet. Got jumping it. Why couldn't he, castle. why couldn't they have just explored the IVF storyline with Toadie and Sonia? Okay. And, and then so she could have been looking for a surrogate. Tell me why, how Steph and Toadie, so they they used to be together, but now they're kind of just, just friends. Mates, just buds. They're just, buds. Okay. Just pals. Cool. Yeah. That just happens. Living in the friend zone happily. Got it. 
So they had the idea to ask one of their sisters, or both of their sisters, if they would donate an egg. Yeah, the Scully sisters. Right, okay. which was a very a exciting moment. moment, yes. And, and they rarely get a mention. And they said no, both of them. Yeah, um, Michelle uh, had a valid reason. She said, no, I'm, I want to conceive my own child right now. So, But fair enough. Flick was basically just like... <laughs> She's like, I've got um, a billionaire husband, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, no, no dice. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. you get your mitts off of my nether regions, sister. <laughs> was there any reason or was it just a, a No, it was literally just like, is not, is not particularly <laughs> interested or yeah, something. Just like nothing. <laughs> I don't even think she took the call. She yeah. just said down boy. <laughs> Keep it down boy. <laughs> she, uh, I think she got the voicemail and then just sent a text back. Probably. <laughs> I'm a bit sad that she didn't approach her sister-in-law, Delta Goodrum, who's her married to Jack Scully. Oh, of course she is. Because that would be a stunning child. I Imagine so- Delta with... The cop Mark Brennan's DNA. Oh, please. Mm. Get out of town. I so need, what... Sorry. You go. <laughs> sorry. Andy. I need a map of these relationships between all of the pop stars, just the pop stars. Okay. <laughs> Natalie meets Delta meets... Yeah. Anyway, I have, try and make it happen. Kate, one of our co-hosts, does an amazing infographic. Mm-hmm. I, I reckon I can challenge her. By the, at, at time of recording, I can ask <laughs> her to make a, a mind map of... You are laying down the gauntlet. Yeah, this and, is happening. And by the time this drops... Oh, okay. <laughs> she will have one. So just Delta, Natalie Imbruglia, Holly Valance, Let's throw Kylie Minogue, Sky Mangle in as Sky well, Mangle. Steph McIntosh. Yep. And who are we getting? Did you say Bass? Nat Bass? Nat, Nat Bass would be The great. ones we covered on just Pop the ones, Chops. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just a bit of a plug there. Yeah. <laughs> Available on iTunes. Neighbours Pod will tweet the final product. In the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people say that. <laughs> now, Andy, you had some issues here with Mark flip-flopping around with what he was okay and not okay with. Because he was like, I don't want to conceive a baby with a stranger. I just didn't really get that jump in logic. Like, he was happy to adopt, so that wouldn't have been his baby biologically. But, you know, to have half of his DNA and then, you know, have a, um, what do you call it? A like, donor. A donor was not, didn't sit well with him. I just don't really get that logic. Mm. On some level I do, but it just seems a bit of a jump to me. No? Uh. No comment. <laughs> I, only because I, I, I don't think I've worked out what I feel comfortable with with any of them yet either. <laughs> mm. I get the vibe from him that he's not 100% into it with Steph, you know? Oh. So I think he's kind of like... Ugh. So does he want Olympia? Maybe this is my out. I don't think he really knows what he wants, to be no. honest, Mark. He's not, the, he's not a thinker. He's just a looker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why did he arrest Olympia? Uh, she was like a housing stolen goods for another character and she didn't tell him. He was naughty not. Girl. He was not down. But he's happy oh, to. Holly song, naughty girl. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> he's happy to have a baby with his friend Sonia. Yeah, but not a complete stranger. Uh, is this like like a religious thing or? Not that I'm aware of. Also, legally in Australia, you're not allowed. To, the surrogate can't provide the egg. Okay. So. If Sonia's like, hand up, I'll be the surrogate, she can't then go, oh, just while you're down there, take an egg as well. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I, guess, that, I guess what we're trying to ask is, is he circumcised? <laughs> <laughs> but if she wants to be the egg and the surrogate, then they yeah. can't really stop this process happening. If I mean, they don't to, need to go through IVF. If she wants to be both chicken and egg, <laughs> they can DIY. <laughs> and, In more ways than one. And that's probably what they want. So, yeah, at this point, Sonia's skipping around like the Easter bunny going, eggs. <laughs> Get your eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants a piece? <laughs> because she saw a baby shoe and was like, everyone needs to buy baby <laughs> shoes. 
and I think she's just looking at Mark and just seeing that D, and that's what she really wants <laughs> deep down. Oh yeah, I think Tony wants it too. They all do. <laughs> I'm just projecting. <laughs> set up camp, set up a commune, all in, just open free love. <laughs> Absolutely, they exist. Okay, Angus is Jai Waitford of mm. X Factor fame. Mm-hmm. He's young Sarah Beaumont's son of the Carl Susan affair. He has been accepted into a creative arts school, sadly, not an international one, just one in Melbourne. And <laughs> he needs to put together a music video. Just On an to, iPad. Just to recap, so Piper was is Jai Wakefield's friend. They're friends, but they shacked up in a car last week. Really? Oh. And now no this is my problem at the moment with neighbours is they drop all these seedlings of story everywhere mm-hmm. and they're like bang, this is going to happen. And then it's not picked up again. Mm. Bang, this is going to happen. And we never hear about it again. It doesn't affect that decision. It doesn't affect that relationship. And then there's some things that they just won't stop hammering, like mm. surrogacy, like the priest and Paige. And I'm jack of it. This would have been a perfect moment to have a conversation when Piper and Angus are in the pool. And there's no moment where they acknowledge, where's two 16-year-olds that just got it on for the first time? Let's mm. talk about that while we're in the pool together. Right. None of that. And I don't think she's even told Zancan, her bestie. Okay. And girls talk. Oh, they do. So really, if you get, they had a great moment where they hooked up the two teens and then no follow-up. Yeah. Mm. So that's okay. my rant over. It's valid. But is that a new thing, though? Like, I mean, the I feel like soaps... Talk. No, no, I mean just like soaps not revisiting storylines because it's just not convenient to do so. And I guess it's hard if you've got 5,000 writers all picking a different episode and away you go. And 5,000 characters. Yeah. Maybe it'll come back up later. Who knows? But I really enjoyed Piper. She was one of my highlights and I didn't know her before, but she's got star- She's got the X Factor. So which one yeah. was she, sorry? She was eyebrow game. Like she had really good <laughs> eyebrows. In fact, there was a lot of good eyebrows this whole week. Was she the director of the yes. clip? Yes. yes, got yes, it. yes. Yeah. Yeah. She is fabulous, actually. She mm. does a great job and plays it really natural. And she actually does a... They've made her this vlogger. Which is very 2016, maybe yeah. 2014. 14, yeah. 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 She does, like, really, she should be periscoping by now or something like <laughs> Snapchat story. Yeah. Um, mm. Or she should be a Musical.ly star. Interestingly, they didn't. That's like even, I <laughs> don't even know what Musical.ly is. You guys don't know Musical.ly? <laughs> no. Wait, no. Wait for your worlds to be rocked. Okay. We're meant to be the pop guys as yes. well. Yeah. It's obviously a music thing for uh, the title. It's just like teenagers um, lip sync. To little 15 second things. Oh, I think I've seen that lip sync app. But it's not called that. It's not the one that I saw. Dub Smash was the one that people That's did. Uh. This is the one that now people are like, I've got 10 million followers watching me do that. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, she should be that. So she's a vlogger. You can watch Pipe Up on um, YouTube, on, ah. like a real vlog. Hmm. And By the, like um, in the character. Yeah, of Pipe as, Up. as yeah. the character. Anyway, she, she straight away is like, I'll film it on the iPad. Why? Modern technology. <laughs> uh, this resolution is fantastic. It reminded me of like someone's mom at a school concert. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen what the iPad shots looked like. Yeah. Like maybe a bit of, you know, camera work happening there that we yes. could have seen. Because it looked cool as a video on the neighbours cameras. On the TV but, cameras, yeah. And she wasn't even holding it straight. It was like very wonky. Look, to be angles. honest, neighbours is probably shot on an iPad these days. <laughs> We've got the apps already loaded. We've got, a, we've got iMovie. She didn't even have a tripod. Like, no, no, it was all very handheld. Uh, so the, this has all come together very quickly. And now this year, Neighbours has done about seven cosplay storylines story in a row. Like people will dress up 
leave work in the middle of the day, <laughs> drop of a hat to go and prance around with some teenagers. I, I did think it was very cute that Xanthi was inviting all of like her parents and like older people. And then somebody walked in and was like, I thought your friends were coming. Like what are these losers doing here? But they made it work. It was really cute. <laughs> and my favorite reaction was to rage. She would, she had, she had the reaction that my mum would have if I asked my mum, like, mum, we're shooting a video. Everyone else's mum and dad's going to be in it. Can you be in it? She's like, oh, God. <laughs> Can you just, just do what you need to do in the backyard? And well, I'm going to have a wine. But she was also petrified of seeing Gaz. Gaz, yeah. Yeah. For no reason. Okay. Um, I love that the theme of the clip was endless love underwater. in the sea. <laughs> It actually really worked for me, the clip. the Just the, the theme and the clip and the music all together. The vibe was sweet, was cute. Mm. And I don't actually know the name of the song. I couldn't grasp any of the words, really. Oh, was well, there was a line that was Ride the Waves with me. Ride the Waves with me. And yeah. then at the end, um, Let Your Hair Turn Grey with me. Oh, I liked that. I didn't. I thought oh, you it was didn't. really cheesy. Newsflash, Angus, that doesn't take <laughs> as long as you think. <laughs> I'm, in my, I'm in my 30s. My hair's gone grey now. <laughs> So, so cute song. It was very Justin Bieber. It was very 2016. Actually, the song was up to date because it was, you know, this has been the year of like more subdued music, like Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber. And I thought it was on trend. Yeah. I mean, to me, it was very Shawn Mendes. Shawn Mendes. But then also... I thought it harked back to Jesse McCartney. Okay. It was kind of a little bit Teddy Geiger. I've lost you. You've lost me as well. Oh, Teddy Geiger's amazing. Vague. It rings a vague bell. Okay. I. What's that song that goes in the cold, cold water with you? That's uh, Justin Bieber, Bieber yeah, with that one. Uh, yeah. Major Lazer. Yes, that's a reminder me of that one. Mm. Amazing. Yeah. Let's hear a bit of it. I'm cold when you look at me. You feel something. Your heart's broke, but you still believe. All for nothing. questions on the video clip the styling gents what did you make of that (laughs) well i mean it was a bit of a hodgepodge wasn't it i couldn't quite like nail down what the style was i feel like it was very like what's in the costume box what can we pull out that's like (laughs) funky what's edgy slash young talent time yeah it was very there was bandanas involved i believe the, the the hat from from to rage. I mean, there was a bit of a cultural appropriation there, if I may say so. In New York, New York Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, actually, Teresa's lip liner was giving me Pamela Anderson yeah. Lee oh. as well in the nineteen nineties. It's like, did you just not feel in your lips, babe? Or? The, yeah, the lip liner could have been credited as a bonus <laughs> guest <laughs> cast member. Oh, shout out to one of the greatest lines when Colette Nam was referencing how she could be all over it because she used to go and watch Countdown and she's been, <laughs> she's been to a Daryl Braithwaite Darryl concert. Daryl Braithwaite, I loved that. Incredible. Was that not Sheila? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm, I love that there's someone called Sheila in the show. Per- yeah, perfect. Mm. Now, here is where we have the Tanaka Love Square. I wanted to talk to you guys about yes. this because you um, were quite excited to meet Dan Aaron Down the Mines, is what I call him. Aaron, the, the gay character, the official neighbours sanctioned gayber. Yes, who we've actually met. On oh. a red carpet mm. and interviewed him, Matt Wilson. 
Lovely. He's he's gorgeous. He is gorgeous. Oh, it's, we adore it's him. It's hard to look directly at him because he's that gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And definitely hard to speak around him as well. I Absolutely. Found. Yeah. Yeah. Is he gay? Really? No. No. He's an ally though. So right. yeah. He he's gay adjacent. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's part of the family. Well, the the event that we interviewed him was the uh, Midwinter Ball, oh, yeah. which raises funds for Joy and Midsummer, I think, and maybe a charity as well. Uh, and a couple he, of things. Yeah. Yeah. And he was there to just because he was an ally of the LGBTI community, oh. and his character on Neighbours is gay, and mm. so that was lovely. Gorgeous. Yeah. I love that he's flying the flag. It's yeah, so great. Definitely. Now there is some innuendo between all of the parties that are dancing in this clip. Uh, firstly, by the way, Zancan can play the keyboard. And for ages, she's been touted as this amazing euphonium player. <laughs> no one's like, hey, you play the keyboard. That's actually useful. Can you break down <laughs> again what a euphonium actually is? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bra- is it, Was it a brass yeah, instrument? Yeah, it looks like a tuba, okay. but it's a bit smaller. Okay. So she can't sing and play this instrument at the same time. Yeah, and they went, as, it was fun for two weeks as a gimmicky, we've got a band with a euphonium in it. And then they went, that's awful. Let's. Give okay. her a new skill. So what? now, conveniently, she plays the keyboard. Yeah. Got it. Which someone should have said, why didn't you bring this to the table sooner? <laughs> you could have com- composed a lot more so audibly appropriate hits. She wasn't miming the keyboard? Like, just a, oh, we need a keyboard player. Someone get in. And oh. She wasn't in the video, was she? Yeah. Wasn't she the director and the filmer? No, this is Xanthi, the blonde girl that was on the keyboard. Oh, sorry. Yeah. My bad. Fifi okay. Box's daughter. Yeah. We have the Tanaka's T2 Leo, the taller one, is pursuing Amy, Paul Robinson's daughter, mm-hmm. and Amy's into Tanaka One, the shorter medical student guy, okay. David. And Aaron down the mines has picked up gay vibes from Tanaka One. Tanaka One was yes. the one that looked okay in the sleeveless singlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Oh, uh, I liked that when she was like, you're hot enough to go sleeveless. Yeah. <laughs> She's cute. I actually do like Xanthi. She's very cute. She was cute, but mm. boy, was she wrong there. Tanaka Two is <laughs> definitely better looking. <laughs> But Amy doesn't agree with you. She wants okay. Tanaka one, but Tanaka two wants her. And but Aaron's like, hold up, I don't know who's interested in what right now. Who's who wants who? Mm-hmm. Because when we first met Leo, Aaron was hitting on Tanaka two. Aaron was hitting on him. He's like, I want a piece of that. So he's now moved to Tanaka one. Well, then he's like, hang on a minute. I think <laughs> I think Tanaka one is the one that is is in my demographic. Sure. Mm. And um, do we know that Tanaka One swings both ways? We don't know. They had a hand touch moment, and ah. but Tanaka One's like, no, no, no. I'm gonna let's go out with Amy, and he took Amy out on a date. But now it's very confusing. Well, I mean, there was a serious vibe between them mm. because you know Matt Wilson, the what's his name, Aaron, Aaron, yeah. Aaron. So he offered to be uh, Tanaka One, Jai's. No, okay. no, no. So the gay Jai's. guy offered to be Jai's manager. Oh, because he. Okay, he used to be an exotic dancer. Before that, he was down the mines. That's why we call him Aaron down the mines. He was a miner. Right. And then he went, I like. I thought that was a gay joke. I was like, what's this down the mines <laughs> thing? No, he was literally down the mines. And then he emerged from the mines and was an exotic dancer. And then he went. Was that in the show? Yeah. Do I have to go back and watch these episodes? Can we see the, him exotic dancing? <laughs> yeah, I'll stand by. I'll dial it up. Uh, Is he topless? He, the Brennan brothers are topless quite frequently. Mm. Oh, so he has a straight brother. Mark's his brother, the cop, the IVF guy. Oh. Yeah, handsome. Hot brothers. Yeah. Wow. My okay. God. Good, look- Guys, good looking family, good looking parents like Natalie and Brulia. It's just the way it is. There's a third. <laughs> there's a third brother. There's a third one. Tyler. I don't know if you should- saw him this week. He has a man bun and he's a mechanic. Is he hot? Well, statistically, if he's the youngest, mm. he's gay too. 
Oh, really? Well, yeah, because the youngest male sibling of the family yeah. is often always the gay one. Wow. And sometimes the middle child can be too. As is the case with my boyfriend. He's one of three male siblings Ooh. and he's gay. He's in the middle and his younger brother's also gay. Oh, that would be a great twist the eldest twist brother turn. is straight. Oh, and the eldest brother's straight. Here's a picture wow, of the okay. three of them shirtless. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I just, it, they really cater to all markets, the Brennans. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, oh, here they are. There's a much, there's a higher res shot of them. Oh, higher res. <laughs> <laughs> Does this stay in the show? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, the middle one is the one we met. Wow, good looking family. Are you still feeling the IVF guy? I'm feeling all three of them right now. I'm feeling every single bit. <laughs> every uh, single I'm currently piece. feeling my penis under the table. <laughs> See, I... Because I've got no interest in this lot. I'm... It's a pity Natalie and Barulia's son wasn't in... He was the FaceTime one. He's, I, I, nobody looks like, though. He's my jam. I'm yeah. going to need to see a photo. Okay, I'll, I'll get there. Yeah. So this is Aaron in his exotic dancing Aaron. <gasps> oh! Hello. Hello. Good morning. I think it was, oh I think it was early afternoon at the water And was he very gay when he was doing this? <laughs> Not stereotypically, not overly so. Okay. Just he had a great time up there on stage. <laughs> well, I didn't realise that character was meant to be gay when I was watching the show. So I didn't get the whole subtext of him hitting on Tanaka. Yeah. At well, all. Yeah. Oh, I think it was, I was zoning out a bit during that scene. You didn't see the eyes? There was significant eyes. Because happening. I didn't know he was gay, I wasn't watching intently. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And there was a lot going on. There was colour and movement and music mm. and... Yeah. Um, Absorbing. And it, it was, of course, the day of days, the dark day. So... Yeah, yeah. It was, we just had our feelings to sort through. To Rage was, like, all business down the bottom, all gangster up top. Like, <laughs> it's just so much. And she's worrying about the men shit. I mean, she's got a lot on. <laughs> Uh, so at the end of this episode is where Tarage gave the most amazing side eye to, to Fifi Box, who was like, back off my man. You're breaking up. I want to get the family back together. And Tarage was like, excuse me. So whose side would you be on? To, uh, well, no, I'm not on Tarage's side because I think she can do better than Gary. I think let yeah. the, let Bogues be Bogues yeah. and let them have each other. But we love Tarage, do we? Yeah. I used to um, actually really have problems with her because okay. she wouldn't stop shouting and then I went, you know what? She's got she's got a hard life mm. and people aren't giving her like enough credit. I think here. she's keeping it together really well. Was she the one that you said had some questionable fashion choices, but you did covet some of her outfits? Was that Tarage? I was trying to work that out. Possibly Zancan. Oh, okay. She wears quite colourful attire. Right. That um, if I was sixteen, I would go out and buy it tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, like she's got like a dress which has like the ga- galaxy or print all over it and oh. then like a matching one with like clouds and sky. Oh, and, yeah. fashion. Amazing. So now let's leave the video clip. Tail end of the week. Thursday. Oh, we have the bombshell of Sonia's like, want my eggs? Who's yeah. Want my eggs? <laughs> <laughs> Scrambled, poached, over easy. What do you need? And everyone's very <laughs> upset about this. Oh, up in arms. And dull cops like, mm, maybe if you... If, they, if, you know, if they're on offer. <laughs> Everyone finds out except for Toadie, Tails wagging the dog. People are finding out in all the wrong order. And Steph finds out that this Sonia's put this forward and she's like, um, ah, uh, this is Cray. And Sonia probably just has some attachment issues here. Steph had some kind of sixth sense in that, in that episode because she just woke up in the morning and she was like, I feel like you two have had a conversation. Yes, twice. I mean, not once, but twice she felt <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, not something like... Something's going on here. Something's a bit fishy. You two actually sat down and talked about me. She knew exactly <laughs> what had happened. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I'm a bit stiff in my relationship. I'm like, you've done something today. <laughs> 
I packed you a lunch and you bought it from the cafe, didn't you? <laughs> Something's amiss. But I don't know. I was con- I was a little bit... <laughs> and you're right. She pinpointed exactly when she had these thoughts as well. Yeah. Before I went to bed and when I woke up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was conflicted though because, I mean, with Toadie especially, yes, Sonia should have had a conversation yeah. with him before giving up her eggs. Definitely. But on the other hand, I, I understood that it was a spur of the moment thing and it was just an, uh, I, I'm blurting it out, I'm offering it and I haven't even thought about it myself, but, let alone. But what was the cheeky thing? Okay, they were talking about it together, Mark and Sonia, and then Steph came into the room and she was like, that seemed really heavy. And they were like, no, 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 no. Why didn't they just tell her then? They should have just been like, look, we got to this point where we yeah. were talking about eggs she again. She fired off a text to Toadie going, oh, just had a yeah intense yeah. conversation right now. Some stuff's popped up. I'll come home and we can mm. nut it out. The first thing you do is call your husband. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But just, then hindsight's twenty twenty. Maybe they just kind of went, oh, this is too heavy. Just leave it for now. We'll figure it out later. It's It just seems like their dirty little secret. Exactly. Yeah. It really did. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I don't blame Steph or Toadie for being upset about it. I would. I'd be. I would too. Well, let's hear Toadie being upset because this is the day that Toadie cried. You want to have a baby with another man and not just any man either. You know, he's your friend. He's my friend, too. But what actually hurts the most is you talk to him about it before you talk to me. And that makes me feel like you are pushing me away already. And I can't help but feel it's because you actually want to have another baby. And that's not something that I can probably give you, but someone else can. So why not, huh? I'm done. Go. I mean, what a performance from the Toadfish. Yeah, he was mm. really welling up. It was heartfelt. And after the week we've had, like, I felt I felt those tears mm. as well. I was mm. ready to just let it out mm. with him. And then Sonia hit back with the weird counselling speak they've been doing, cause, which is like, I hear you, I hear your feelings, and I respond with. And it's like, no, just talk like normal humans mm. for five minutes. Like yeah. you should have done at the very beginning. Mm. Could there be a bit of a couple swap scenario here where Toadie and Steph end up together and Mark and Sonia? That's what it seems like is going to happen. I'd, I'd at the very least like them to have Mark and Sonia to have a little tryst. Maybe they'll get drunk and drown their sorrows Ooh. and go, you know what, I'll just take my eggs now, mate. Like, are, you, <laughs> are you wishing this on that? I, on just think that? I just think they've got a good chemistry. <laughs> they do. And I think when Toadie said, you want to have a baby with another man, and he said, not just any man, and I think the subtext was like a really hot man. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Toadie... Maybe not as hard. Look, Toadie, like it's <laughs> maybe it's, it takes all kinds in this world, and yeah. there's a lid for every pot. Oh, absolutely, and... <laughs> yeah. But so Toadie can't have kids. No, they've had one together, and then since the balloon, the the jumping castle. Oh, the jumping castle! Bloody hell! <laughs> <laughs> so of Steph and Mark, does Steph want babies as much as he does, or is this coming from Mark? I don't think anyone wants babies. No, no. I think they're. Fine. Everyone's fine. They're just bored. Okay. <laughs> I think they just want to go to Noosa and just chill out for a bit. Just do a degree or something, kids. <laughs> so we'll park that and we'll revisit it. Let's just quickly cover off the hot priest. 
Uh, sure. <laughs> is it, it Father Jack Callahan? It is. Um, oh, what? <laughs> memorize the full name. <laughs> Done. He used to be John Doe because he had amnesia for ages. Oh. So sometimes we call him Father Doe. Okay. Um, and he's getting pumped up for the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. What are you guys going to be doing for the Feast of the Immaculate Conception? <laughs> what is that? Christmas Day? I don't know, but he, he had his one of his um, parishioners was coming up and why didn't you talk to me the about feast? the feast? So is Simone, is she shacking up with the priest or does she just want to or what's the deal? Oh, and so... can the priest even hook up with anyone? Well, no, but he that doesn't stop him. <laughs> I mean, lots of priests do these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very fashionable. It's not, it's not kosher for many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> That's Judaism. But um, <laughs> he, Simone is from his youth. Pre-priest okay. Pre-priest. Days. Priest. Okay. And she's back. But a couple of weeks ago... Olympia Page was in a hot air balloon accident and she jumped out of the hot air balloon to save herself and he came to find her and they walked into an abandoned shack and then did the deed with each other. Right. And he's still just going about his religious duties and no one, the bishop hasn't said, maybe take a little sabbatical, mate. This was a really confusing storyline for me because first of all, it came out of nowhere for me. Me too. And I watch it every day. (laughs) And two, because they all seem the same age, but then one was somebody's dad and... Marrying somebody else who I don't know if they were in the show. Yeah, so because she wanted to have a sponsorship meeting with Drab, who runs Blaze, the youth outreach program. Is Drab the werewolf guy? Yep, yep, werewolf. Drab because he's boring or? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And because, yeah, I'm just, I don't have time for him. (laughs) He could be great, but he chooses not to be. They're having sponsorship chats in the pool. Like, why not? It's been a mild spring. Like, just jump in the pool and... Nutted out. And then Father Jack comes barreling in going, you scarlet woman, get out of the pool. But why does he care? Because they're not together. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And then he was going, every time I'm not paying you enough attention, you turn towards another man and try yeah. and make me jealous. It just didn't but make sense. That was very boyfriendy. And look, that's mm. her call. Like, you're not, yeah, you're not her boyfriend. You're her priest, if that. Like, and barely so even a priest. When did he find the Lord? <laughs> Before we met him. Oh, he, okay. he came to the show as a young attractive man with amnesia Mm. during the Lassiter's explosion, he appeared. And then they found his backpack. It had his priest collar inside. Oh, so it was revealed through that. Pretty much. And then his his memory just came back and he was like, let's pause on the hooking up. Or did it come Uh, back? Or is it some weird twist where he's not really a priest? Oh, he's actually going to end up loving Olympia. He's undercover. No, he's going to end up loving Aaron. Oh, (laughs) that is a hot couple. That That is hot. I agree. I agree. But how did how does Jody fit into this? Oh, Jody Anasta. She's Susan Kennedy's niece mm-hmm. who teaches at the school, but it doesn't seem f- to have fun teaching. She doesn't enjoy teaching. Well, she gets hit <laughs> on by all the young boys and doesn't report it. Even, <laughs> even if you don't want to report it to the principal, who's your auntie? Like, go to the VP. Go to <laughs> go to the receptionist and Is tell she's secretly someone. enjoying it. Oh, and we finish with on neighbors. We have this. Perpetual graffiti bandit who strikes in a very G-rated fashion, mm. and they've scrawled "Burn in Hell, Dirty Priest" <laughs> oh. on the fence. Um, I mean, as far as priest slander goes, it's quite tame. Well, there was a comment prior, yes, that referenced that priests were pedophilia. Pedophiles. Yeah, what was yeah. that about? Uh, because it's weird that Neighbours has written in a priest, and I think they feel like they have to justify why they've got this poster boy priest mm. when really priests have got a lot to answer for. Right. They've tried to kind of address it. But meanwhile, he's shacking up with 
any sister that comes along. But Why is he a priest? What is that decision about? Wasn't Paige a bit uh, suspicious and she was saying, has this happened before? Has anybody else said something about him? Didn't she approach werewolfy guy? She's just got extreme paranoia. and Okay. Like she's just hyper-focused that this I, other girl's cutting her grass. I feel like this is going to be a storyline that just fades and just doesn't go anywhere. Look, that's that would be my ideal mm. goal. Because <laughs> they're going to come to something towards the end, aren't they? I mean, at the end of the year, there's always yeah. something epic. Yes. What if it involves the priest? What if there's some major kind of religious... <gasps> what if they find something on his computer? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> no, I'm thinking bigger. I'm thinking like the hell mouth opens. So it's and... like it goes to the, straight to the top, like the bishop's involved or something. No, like literally <laughs> like Buffy the Vampire Slayer comes to Sunnydale. It comes to Aaron's bro. <laughs> I'm welcoming any kind of resolution at this point. <laughs> as long as we don't get to the bloody Feast of the Immaculate Conception. I still don't understand what that is. I don't know. It was some event that the church was running that, that some old lady was talking to him about. Sounds like we're eating it's vagina. A, it's got to be a pre-Christmas. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, nine months before Christmas, well, you would think. We're going to pause now and quickly zip through Friday because we haven't watched it yet. No, we haven't. And uh, we'll, let's, we'll reassess then. Friday. Oh, now we just enjoyed the, <laughs> the... The week finale. Oh, a lot of intense chats in that episode. I was like, come on, got the boys waiting to finish up the pod. Ah, uh, no. It was kind of wordy though, yeah, wasn't it? We start with the egg fallout. Sonia and Mark are consoling each other because their respective partners didn't want a bar of it. And yeah. What about that little nudge he gave Sonia? They were sitting really close in that scene. I've got to say, uh, there was there was chemistry there. It was happening. Mm. Yeah, it just feels like an orgy is about to break out at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> so then Mark's like packing up the IVF kit and he's about to p- pop the cooler bag into the wheelie bin. <laughs> Stuff's like, we can still use that. <laughs> Well, she was looking, she was trying to be practical. I mean, you could keep beers in there. You could yeah, do something. It's an it. ice pack. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone's like, not so fast. Toadie's had a moment with Nell, his daughter. She was giving Steph a little toy and comforting her. And he went, Sonia gives good gene pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just and she's very generous. Sh- just, just... Share that around. And there was a reference, a hark back to Toadie's long curly locks. Oh, yeah. Which I quite enjoyed. Uh, Andy may not be familiar, but Tony used to sport head about to, about down to here. No, I think I have gandered at the hair. Oh, you have? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was um, there was a big meme back when Beyonce released Lemonade, and the whole Becky with the good hair took off, and then this <laughs> Rebecca, this, yes, this meme circulated with which was Rebecca with the good hair. <laughs> Amazing. Suddenly, everyone's on board. They're like, "Let's do it, eggs ahoy!" Like. <laughs> And Mark's response is, thanks. Oh, my God, thanks. That's, that's really nice. Uh, <laughs> so generous. You know, I almost feel like they felt like they had to take it up because they realised it was actually a really nice thing to do. So yeah. they were like, oh, I can't really say no. got to take those eggs. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the whole situation is just so it's, weird. And it's going to have to be turkey-based uh, and because by, the, well, legally they can't. She can't. Yeah, so I don't. Mm. Legally she can't. Why? The surrogate can't provide the egg. Chicken and egg, mate. Chicken and egg. Well, that's good. I mean, that's good, though. That They'll save money. They can just do it all in one hit. True. But I do have to say, the look on her face, she wasn't wrapped when they came to that decision, was she? What was that expression? She was staring Toadie down. Mm. Like, yeah. I think okay. it was almost like, am I cool with this still? Yeah. Mm. Maybe this isn't the end. Yeah. Maybe that shoulder nudge ignited something in Yes. Mm. Potential. Just a touch can have... <laughs> 
So much repercussion. Just a touch. (laughs) Started out with a kiss. How did it end up like this? (laughs) Now let's... Oh, God, I can't. The graffiti drama is resolved. Jack and Paige are trying to do a bit of, um, you know, murder she wrote, solving (laughs) the crime by tracking the purchase of the spray paint. Like, the police can't do that. Right. And let's go to the one store that sells spray paint in the entire of Erinsborough. Or Melbourne. Yeah, the hardware shop. Yeah. And she got like 95% of the paint on her hands while spray painting, which is unusual actually. I don't think it really comes back at you. And it led her to be caught literally red Red handed. Yeah, there you go. I thought it was blood, to be honest. (laughs) Me too. It's like, oops, just. Slipped, cut myself shaving my legs. Uh, and then, now I've been calling this in my mind, not out loud, so you can't prove it, but I thought she may have been interfered with Simone mm-hmm. uh, by a member of the church because mm. she was writing weird things in her diary. And the, so now Paige coaxes this information out of her and sits her down and she fesses up and says, yes, the guy that's the priest that's in the news, it's just the one. I the one that. guy. Mm. Someone said to me, yeah, the, the priest that's been in the news a lot, Mike, you want to narrow that down? <laughs> <laughs> Has um, no way of saying Assaulted it nicely. Her? Yeah, assaulted. There's, mm-hmm. no, right. There's no way, is there? And But they skirted around it quite delicately. They said a lot of us were hurt. Oh, yeah, they did Which did imply well. that, yeah, there was many, many girls or boys. Yeah, we don't know. I didn't really get it. She yeah, summed really it up it. very swiftly so she could head on out the door with her backpack and, <laughs> and swag. So, and he's left as well. He's going to be with her in Brisbane. Well, no, he's just popping up. To, oh, he's, he's popping. Gonna, he's going to like escort her. <laughs> he's popping. He's going <laughs> to escort her. He'll probably have a chat with the bishop, like just hash it out with the bish and yeah. just go, here's where I'm at. She's cured. Okay. <laughs> She's <But> done. <laughs> Aaron Spray hasn't seen the last of the hot priest, right? Like he'll be back, right? Sadly, he'll be back. <laughs> Not sadly for us. I think he signed up for quite a while. It's refreshing to have an audience that are <laughs> it's full stop. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. Pro I'm, priest. I'm not. I'm not pro priest. You're not. not. No. I, I. I sort of. He was dull. Yes. That's mm. yes. But I thought he was. Uh, he's so good looking. He was brooding. I thought. You're saying. See, this is sometimes the problem I have with Mark Brennan is that some people can be so good looking that it doesn't matter if they're dull. Yes. But sometimes the dullness just bursts through. So you think Mark is on the side of being so good looking that it doesn't matter, or the other side? Um, I think it's the other side now. Because although he's oh, been alright, okay. he's this week he's been alright. He's kept my interest going. Are you talking about the cop? Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but then what an amazing takedown by Pipes, who was overhearing the resolution b- between mm. Father Jack and she was and Paige. giving the stank eye in the background the whole time. I was like, when? What's going to happen here? <laughs> and then the really sarcastic thumbs up at yeah. the end. Like, that, bye. Bye. <laughs> that was the highlight of that storyline. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, she was being very frank, wasn't she? It's not necessarily dialogue I expected from neighbours. No, it was mm, quite in I the agree. face. She blamed the church. She's like, how can you let the church get away with this? She's like, it's not the, it's just one dude. She's like, no, mate, it's the whole church. Right. So knowing neighbours, is this, is this the start of a big um, journey of discovery where she'll find that she actually does respect the church? Or God, um, no, hopefully Paige, that's I not. Know. I mean, I'm hoping it'll end with... a sojourn to the Vatican just to <laughs> resolve some stuff. But um and then Pipe said, Well, you know, you've got to hold him accountable. Religion is basically brainwashing. Yeah. Had I have I mean I went to a Catholic school all my life. Wow. Just growing up watching neighbours, I never would have heard a, a sentence uttered like that. Yeah. Mm. And had I of, like it just would have I, I really think I would have gone, oh it's been quite amazing because the audience has been responding that way, but the characters haven't been. So it's quite refreshing now that 
on screen, they're saying, mate, there's some weird stuff we've got. Yeah. Some stuff that's not okay we have to address. I mm. like it. I like that they can see that characters have different opinions and, you know, one character's a priest, one character's an atheist, you know. That's that's life. We're, we're a mix of all different thoughts. And just and- because you're a hot priest <laughs> doesn't mean... You can't be held accountable mm. for the behaviour of your colleagues. No, it certainly doesn't. I mean, not to say that all priests, uh, you know, behave that ones. way. Yeah, right. it's but tough. they need to all be ready to be spokespeople True. True. for the issue. Yep. Because it's such a big issue. Mm. Skipping over to Carl in Lycra to round off the week. <laughs> Is Carl Kennedy just <laughs> a joke in this show now? Uh, well, a few weeks ago he was dueling into a human skull. So it, it <laughs> ebbs and flows. <laughs> But now, uh, we... why was he drunk when he was doing this operation? I just went out on the terps with the, <laughs> just with the boys. Just during the day, just during the work just day. Just of an evening. Have a dinner. Okay. Surely right. he's just a parody of like his former self. Uh, pretty much. Now, you guys, we took a photo earlier to, for the, our website and I handed you guys the ceramic pig. And with no question, you guys did not question it. You're like, give me the pig. Let's take a photo. <laughs> no, you told us about it last night. That's why. Oh. We knew what the pig was, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Wow. You said you got a sign. But why is it? But no, why? No, but you don't know why. It's mm. the significance okay. is that this ceramic pig represents all mediocre sea storylines. This one is the time Carl brought home a giant ceramic pig for the front garden, and Susan was like, "Get that out of my face." <laughs> and that was a plot point. And then the gay couple next door were like getting up to mischief and hiding the pig around the town. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. So how many gay people are in Erinsborough? I was going to say, having grown up uh, in the suburbs of Perth, I, there wasn't this many gay people out and proud <laughs> in one street. People. So when Aaron moved in, he dated Nate, who was from the military and oh, ab- oh. and Aboriginal. Oh, gorgeous. Oh, oh, wrap that up. And he... <laughs> was, was there gay kissing in Neighbours? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Was okay. there Jesus. sodomy? Um, it was Behind the scenes Off, off camera okay. Actually it's often Often personified by They'll go Let, Let's have kick to kick We'll go do kick to kick In the yard what? It's a football analogy Yeah <laughs> Not always Sometimes So there was Nate And he dated Aaron And before Aaron Nate was with Christos And Christos and Nate Took the pig And hid it around the street That sounds like a clever euphemism Yeah So <laughs> now the pig symbolises Gay sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever you want to, whatever you want to bring to the pig. Yeah, okay. And actually, when we wow. when when I introduced Carl Kennedy, Alan Fletcher to this pig, he goes, "Oh, that's my favorite storyline." Oh, really? <laughs> and I okay. said, I said to him, "His favorite code for a different word." <laughs> so, what do you reckon the pig storyline has been this week? The opening of the bike lane. It has to be that. <laughs> Which he wants to be called the Carl Kennedy bike lane. Is yes. That, okay. And then the gay guy, of course, was, you know, very much just like, this isn't a great shot. This isn't flattering. <laughs> no, put the sign in front of you, which I think is really smart. Yes. <laughs> when he was like, put it lower, to Carl didn't bulge. want to. He was like, oh, if of I have to. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted that in the shot. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to read that. I didn't. Aaron's always working. He's always on. He's always on. Because he's oh, like, yeah. my new potential client, marketing client, Angus. Yes. I need. I don't know what his plan is. Is he a bit of a ski? He's like a bit of a schemer, climbing the ladder in. Well, not really, because he's still very sweet. But okay. it's almost like, do you know how to use Twitter? I'll show you how to use Twitter. You can pay me, and I'll be your internet right manager. Okay. I don't understand why he's asking everyone else about Jai. Like, why don't you just go and have a conversation with him? Because everyone else is like, well, I don't know. Like, 
and Angus has already said, I'll give you a copy of my demo. I'll give you the song. Cool. Yeah. Conversation mm. over. Whatever yeah, cool. Do. Like any follow-up questions, hit me an email. And Just it's stop harassing everyone else. Exactly. And it's projecting this kind of creepy vibe to everyone. Like yeah. when somebody asks you too many questions about somebody else, you're like, okay, what's going on? Yeah. Like, settle and down. It'd be like if you guys were like, I, I'm on a radio show and we talk about hot music. So, or like if I just met your boyfriend and been like, so what does he do? And like, <laughs> is he from Melbourne? Did he move here recently? You'd be like, what? Yeah, especially if you were like, can I have a copy of his video? Like, and Pops is like, I got me eye movie. Trying to cut it together. Give me five minutes. So we finish all that off. There's a no good unkempt youth hanging around named Ryder. Mm. Like I can't keep up with the amount of long haired, <laughs> unclean. There's a lot teenagers. He, he was hot though. He was clean, <laughs> <laughs> but he's got the drugs. Oh, the drug, the sachet. He's got a sachet. How's that sachet full of talcum powder? And he's roofied. That's the big cliffhanger. He's roofied Angus. That's a great cliffhanger. Those blurry I'm, shots of next week. I'm guessing it's not going to be ex- explained why he chose to roofie him. It was just... No, it wasn't clear. Everybody needs drugs. Woo. <laughs> I don't know. The, other, the, the other thing that was unclear is earlier in the week, the band was a threesome. It was Zankan, Ben and Angus. And by Friday... I think f- she wasn't available for the episode, though. <laughs> well, I, I think you actually went to feed the cat, Bayer, but he did say... <laughs> I'm going to call Xanthi. I'm going to call Xanthi and let her know how the gig went. <laughs> so she's still in the van she was just had a prior yeah, she was at a coal shift many a minor detail can be missed yes if you get up to do a menial task <laughs> do they film scenes simultaneously maybe she was doing another scene yeah maybe she was with fifi that day she was with bcam fifi's got a tight schedule because of the radio show in the mm. morning so maybe they're like we've only got fifi for an hour we need zankan to like paint the toenails yes because <laughs> yes, you yes. like that scene Danny. i did like it yeah i thought it was a, not- a beautiful moment shared between mother and daughter <laughs> So Ben and Angus played the the gig, the big the waterhole gig of the opening of the bike lane. There's a lot in that event. Oh, so that event was for the opening of the bike lane. Yeah, because then what? Mayor Sonia finished off her speech with, and now all oh, you all get out there on your on your bike, have cycling fun. <laughs> oh my god, surely the mayor's got better things to do. Well, yeah, she's got. A, in... She runs a nursery. She's got to really do that. She runs her own personal nursery inside her body. <laughs> <laughs> she runs a neonatal nursery, <laughs> and that's it. Thank you, guys. How would it, how do you feel? I feel like I can't wait for Monday. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I feel a bit overwhelmed. I mean, so much has happened this week. Yeah. It, I'm keen for you guys to dip back in and like live tweet and I'll see how you guys Yes, go. that's a good idea. Uh, would and, love to. And then we'll maybe check in at some point again and mm, you can see. Amazing. How about when the love square is resolved and we know... Which Tanaka's into which? That would be great mm. if we if we can see that it's going to be a gay heavy week. Great coming because yeah. we're the obviously the experts <laughs> on anything homosexual. <laughs> so just as soon as they give me the information, I'll pass it. Thank sooner. you. Now pop chops the neighbors special this week. You can download that absolutely yes, you, you can, can download go to it. itunes Sorry. so that's where you go babe <laughs> or you can stream it from the joy website you can do that too you can find us on social media on facebook at pop chops podcast on twitter at pop chops podcast and then instagram at pop chops with a zero for the first o i love that you guys can just bounce off like that it's really great. <laughs> um, and We're also, so smooth and actually if people want to listen live joy.org.au we do you guys are on 10 p.m on thursday nights in melbourne on joy fm but people can stream i think it's 11 a.m 
UK time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we have some um, we have some UK listeners mm. uh, that listen to the podcast. They get they get quite involved. We are doing a girls aloud episode coming up. Wow. Um, they're they're on demand. On it demand. is on demand, and they're from the UK, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So tune into that. Got some research to do, son. Yeah, I'm really not familiar with them. <laughs> you are going to be familiar. You're gonna, you're yeah. going to love them. Yeah. Sound of the underground <laughs> or the tube. They should really call it. Uh, thank you. It's been a Bloody treat here at the LGBTI Society of Eden Hills. <laughs> Thank you for having us, by Thank the way. Thank you for having us. It's been amazing. Anytime. And we are Neighbours Pod on Twitter and Facebook and NeighboursPod.com. And we just did a really fun thing and we've launched a book depository affiliate link. So you can buy books through our link. And then we get a bit of like change to oh, go into the pod. Oh, that's cool. But I'm on Book Depository all the time. Yeah, do it through this link. Okay. And then I benefit. Amazing. And you still get your books. <laughs> that's so cool. How much do you get per book? Well, it hasn't happened. Nothing's happened yet. Okay. So, um, don't know. Just like a percentage of the sale. But that'll go into the chips that I fed you guys. And yes. Like Beautiful. Just that's it, really. Booze. Well, you guys brought your own booze. But <laughs> next time, booze is on me. Okay. <laughs> if people buy books. So neighbourspod.com has all the info. And I'm Vea Pashos. Dan, thank you. Thank you for having me. Andy. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Oh, let's go out on a bit of a, like, pick any pop diva song from Neighbours and I'll, we'll do a little outro to it. Well, it has to be Holly Valance. We showcased Downboy on your show. Let's do a different Holly Valance. Would you want to do Kiss Kiss? Yeah, because everyone Do was kiss, be- kiss. begging for yeah, it and we yeah. didn't give it to them. Yeah, they're thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.